Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. This is Colton. And this is Victor Miguel. And Deb can only handle one life altering decision a day in this episode. Can you guys handle two podcast episodes in one day? What? Dude, oh, dude. man, man. Wait, wait, no, is it, I know. I is know. It? <laughs> you know what? Just watching us right there, I've been trying to think of this all day. I think we could do a Zoom and mute all the participants. Me and Colton are recording through Zoom. I think we could invite people so they could like watch us but not participate so we don't have a million people talking at one time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is season two. Oh, God, again. This is season six, episode two. Once upon a time. And we are doing two podcasts in one. Well, you're listening to two podcasts in one day. We recorded this over the weekend. In my head. We're doing it 24 hours, though. Uh, yeah. In my head, this is sort of like a, hey, like we're really for back. Like, yeah. we're not. Because I went a year between season four and season five, and that's so annoying. If you like, okay. you like follow a podcast. Go ahead. Randomly, I just have to go ahead and so I was listening, like I said, to um, the intro episode today, and I wanted to actually put this on the on the podcast on the air when you were talking about like how you were like, you know, you were you were like, you know what, I just wasn't in it anymore. I was giving it up. You pushed me so much on on bootlegging. Like when I would take like a month break. I would be like, oh, "Oh, it's a month break. And you'd be like, hey, man, you're taking a month break. You need to not do that. You need to keep doing it. You need to keep doing it. I'd be like, all right, man, let me keep doing this. You know, like going out and working out at the gym. And then you take like a year break, like a sabbatical. Uh, Oh, come on, man. (laughs) I think I'm the classic. I think I give way better advice than I actually like. Like do as I say, not as I do. I think I'm the king of that. Um, Something I wanted to bring up on air with you. We have to, and I think at this point we have to crowdsource it because neither of us have come up with something. Okay. I want to do something where like every week we have, and I was telling you this over text, uh, like blank of the week. Like we can't do mm-hmm. like kill kill of the week because most of the time Dexter doesn't even kill someone in an episode. I, right. I don't know what it was. I was thinking like the dark passenger of the week, but I don't even know how you classify that. But we also kind of have to make it so Dexter doesn't win every week. You know what I mean? So I don't know okay. what it is like, and, and like, if you're listening and you know, we're, we're easily accessible on social media, Yeah, come up with something for us, do our job. Um, I can't, <laughs> I can't like think of anything to like have it. You know what I mean? Um, I was thinking, and this is just me throwing it out there. Cause this is what boardwalk turned into to me. And I kind of like doing this is it turned into like I used to jokingly call it Boardwalk a bitch a bitching podcast because I me and my co-host at a certain point we had to be like look this is what we hate about this show at this point and it okay not hate not hate I take that back not hate but like what we really dislike in the show and we just had to bitch about it we were like okay like Nucky does this like are you serious it's the same thing again and again and again right Dexter kind of has that same thing I I'm fine with it where it's like we have like the like the I don't know the crazy thing a week or whatever that this is this is the worst part of this corniness of the week if we will or camp camping of the week it's a good start i would like to come up with something better than like you're you're in the right direction because i think once a week there is something absolutely terrible with the episode um i'm thinking to an episode i think it's episode six this season but i like the direction 
but I think we have to come up with something, you know, in that it, with a, with a nice funny name, you know, and yeah, so yeah, like yeah, at, the yeah. end, at the at the end of the episode, we could kind of be like, all right, and this week for whatever blank of the week. So if you're listening and you have something clever, reach yeah, out, chime in, um, <laughs> chime when we have the little bell, bing. Uh, um, <laughs> if the ideas are bad, Colton will reject them. If they're good, I'll accept them. Um, <laughs> so. Episode two, once upon a time, we all, I only came up with three bullet points to sort of discuss the episode. And that was, um, you know, Deb and Quinn proposal slash, uh, her promotion, (sighs) the doomsday killers. And then I just lumped the rest of the episode into brother Sam. Cause like it kind of takes over this episode. Um, yeah, I like to start small and then go big. So I, I guess we could start with, um, the doomsday killers and kind of what happens with them in this episode. Yeah, I, I I'm okay with that. Cause I have a tiny little thing to talk about on them. So, um, yeah. All right. So, um, the, when we first see, and this was something that was in the trailer, like the first time we see Travis, which I did like, watch that hot, today. What the trailer, you told me you like, to oh, watch yeah, yeah. It. it's, it's cool, right? It's so good. It's yeah. it's like the first, it's only clips from the first three episodes though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's they really definitely, good. they include these like body mannequin parts that I, I, I loved it. Like it's yeah. just, it's creepy. And like, what's really cool about this part in the episode of the season is like, you have no idea where they're going with it. Mm-mm, so it's like, like, why are torsos <laughs> falling out? <laughs> Something I wanted to bring up, um, do you want to because we're going we're full spoilers like Dexter becomes a lumberjack Deb dies. Um, do you do you want to analyze these scenes kind of knowing what we know, meaning like Professor Geller isn't real. Do we want to like talk about it knowing that in mind or do we want to? Like That's actually that? my my one note I have on this portion is literally mm-hmm. that. So I'm full on board we you've done the only reason I'm okay with that in my thing is you've already done your uh, original farewell episode and in that you you did your cliff notes for every season and so at this point we've already given we've already given the warning like hey like we're going to do this I'm fine with it I'm I I know how it ends in my own head but I could be wrong so um I'm fine I'm 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 fine talking spoiler um is that is that the only note you had on this because i have like three points like i thought i I ended up having more to talk about them than i thought i did it was that was that it just about that part um yeah that's honestly all i have on them for this episode well it's yeah that's that's well i have more than one thing but i have one like kind of big thing i know i wanted to add to it what i noticed i've got a couple things to talk about on them something i wanted to bring up in this scene where travis seems like he's going to kill his sister Mm -hmm. um and I, I don't even forget her sister's name in this episode, in this season. She's I, the chick from, you, you mentioned she's from um, House of Cards. She plays uh, the whip, um, the, uh, the, um, uh, the minority whip, or, or no, maybe there was a major whip um, in um, House of Cards. I can't think of her actual name. She's also in, if you watched uh, Deadwood, she plays um, one of the main characters in Deadwood as well. I'm surprised you didn't go to like the only place I know her from. The rabbi in six feet under. She, oh, she, she is. Yeah. I always forget that until I watch it. Yeah, she is the rabbi. That's right. The six feet under and Dexter uh, tie-ins are crazy. Um, 
But going to your point about Colin Hanks and, and seeing him as a villain in the Tom Hanks thing, I wonder if part of the casting, going back to like they're trying to tie it to season one, was that he's like similar stature to Dexter. Um, like mid thirties man, unassuming, but like a complete psychopath underneath. And yeah. what really hammered it home was there's the scene of Dexter and Deb on the couch talking. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You're like the best big brother. You know, they're like drinking beers on the couch. And the immediate next scene is Travis walking into his sister's house and I like catch that and being like, come on, I just want to spend time with my big brother. And he's like, fine, like I'll, I'll stay, you know? Like, so they're like, they're mirroring each other parallels, you know? I didn't um, catch that. That's a good catch. So that's something that made me, and I always remember because, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the season, it doesn't make any sense. They just made Travis so cartoony, but he starts to wear his Dexter's clothes in the finale. He like goes into Dexter's apartment and starts wearing his clothes. So I wonder if at I some point, that. I wonder at some point that they want, the, the, the like the casting of Travis no what's his real name Colin Hanks uh, right. sort of to like mirror Michael C Hall or the Dexter character which you go back to season one like Brian Moser was like kind of similar to Dexter and obviously because they were fucking brothers you know right 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 um other the other point my last point I had in this was in every season I feel like the writing is really good the first few episodes and I bring that up to say like you know I caught that uh, the 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 brother sister tie in mm-hmm. you know between dexter and whatever um and i feel like they're using and we'll talk about it the way brother sam has like his flock and like he's the one who like you know he's the good shepherd he brings them all in right. um i i almost felt like they were using professor geller in the same way because like you know like travis kind of goes a little too far to his sister and like there's that like end scene where he's fucking like burning himself for Travis, like, you know, right. trying to like bring him back. Um, I don't know. I just, it's very rare. Dexter ties the show ties in ties it all. Like there's a theme throughout the episode. And I thought in this episode, there absolutely was, there's like a lot of, you know, brother Sam being the shepherd for his people and like Geller being the shepherd for Travis. I didn't see it. And I actually didn't catch that. Um, that's a really good catch. Like, now that you're like bringing it up, I'm like, Oh, that's like, I can yeah. see it. I, I think my problem in watching this, and this is where my little remark in it um, that I have is when I was watching it, all I can think of when I'm watching Travis and Edward James almost is I'm just like, I know that Edward James almost is dead. Like in the, in the show, I know he's dead. Right. And he's, I was stuffed in a freezer if I remember right or something like that. Um, and all I can think in my head is when I'm watching it, that this person isn't there. So I'm watching what he's doing. And I noticed the big thing I noticed on this one, and I noticed it more in another episode and I'm, I'll bring it up then. But like when they're bringing in the mannequin parts, he doesn't pick up any parts to help Colin Hanks bring the mannequin inside. He picks up the head and stares at it, but he doesn't bring it inside. And I noticed that and I was like, that's kind of strange. Like, like now it's kind of, I'm seeing that they're already giving little hints throughout the show. Like he's not really there. You know, he's, he's a ghost at this point. Well, a figment of, um, Colin's imagination. He, essentially. he, he's what Harry is to Dexter. Essentially he's, he's Harry's Dexter. What, what Harry is to Dexter is professor Geller is to Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I know, I already know the scene you're talking about. It's when they go out to eat and the waiter never even, acknowledges professor geller it's another one. Oh, there's another one okay i'll, I'll yeah. bring it up when we get there trust me and when i bring it up you're gonna be like 
Oh, I, I'm yeah. going to tell you. No, that that's uh, there too, but it's another one. That's all I have really on um that if you want to keep moving forward. Um, the only okay, the only thing I want to bring up on this one because I sent it in on the message was you went to the DDK church, right? Yes. Um. Wow. That's that's just about two years ago now. Me and Marissa, we did sort of like an engagement moon. Uh, we went to Los Angeles, and part of the trip was like I always wanted to go visit all these Dexter locations. Uh, all the show was filmed in Long Beach, California. Um. So yes. Uh. And I'm gonna post those pictures. Um, it, when I remember, probably like during the week. Um, so the entire thing is gated off. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like so. So if you Google it, you, and you can Google it, it's called Abbey San Encino, A B B E Y, and then Encino is E N C I N O. Um, it used to be a so apparently I have it up here, and I'm sort of this 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 uh segment of the podcast is called reading um there's a singer songwriter in jackson jackson brown his grandfather built this house in 1915 um it is los angeles has declared it a historic cultural monument so that's why it's like been closed down it is next door to the nursing home in the next episode it's directly next door oh really um, where like the tooth fairy is so dexter always cluster shoots meaning like they'll pick I'll one location and they just all around they'll just use a random house or, or a random whatever i remember you the telling me that and the interiors were not filmed in this again it, it's it's not a church in real life um but for for purposes of the podcast and the show um all the ins and the inside is studio. Oh, see, I now that I was what what is what I was wondering because the outside looks real. Like the outside, when I'm looking at, it, I'm like, okay, that's yeah, a real it, church or a house or it definitely but the is. inside looks fake. It looks like, like a set. Yeah. So yeah, and it that, is now that makes yeah. okay. So now that makes more sense to me. Uh, I thought you got to go into it. No, I never did. No, it was all gated off, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll send a picture. Um, okay. And I'm almost positive. I, you could tell for sure it's a set because this episode where Professor Geller and Travis is does not match the end scene of the season. Like they change the interior just a little bit. Um, oh, really? So it, it doesn't all add up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that was um, the only other thing I had. Uh, okay. So I guess we can move to um, – I guess the Brother Sam thing is the big part of the episode. So move to like uh, Deb's promotion and Quinn and how that deals. Yeah. Um, I so in the opening scene with Devin Quinn, uh, Quinn finally actually proposes in a show that I slam all the time that they always forget what happened in prior seasons. I love that at least twice a season, Pancakes gets mentioned. <laughs> oh, it, more than twice, like at least every yeah, other episode. It happens, it happens quite a quite a yeah, and it's like I, I love I lo I, I always loved for whatever reason the the pancakes um, mentioning. Um, if you're proposing to someone and their answer is I need time to think, it's there's a no. no yeah, it's a no. And I'll tell you what, if there's anyone out there who they got proposed to and that ended up being your answer or you got that answer to you and you're like still married to this day, more power to you. You probably right, have a better marriage. Write in and tell us. Write in and tell yeah. us. Like I want to hear that story because I'm willing to bet that it doesn't exist. <laughs> You're gonna get someone who's been divorced four times, and <laughs> um, something that I did not completely understand, and I guess it's just lazy writing. At the same time that this is happening, 
this is a crazy day in Deb's life if you think about it. She got proposed oh. to and she gets fucking promoted to lieutenant. So the way we are, we understand it is Matthews sort of got blackmailed into promoting Laguerta into commander. I, I, I keep forgetting captain. what captain. Yeah. So then Matthews to screw over Laguerta screws over Batista by putting Deb in charge. Right. Hoping like Laguerta fails and so does Deb. Maybe that part mm-hmm. I'm inserting. I'm, I'm, I'm inserting that, but yeah, I the, don't, the I don't general the general consensus is like this is not a good fit for Deb. Because no. I, I mean, it, oh, oh, see, yeah. I don't think that. Oh, I, I well, okay. Let, let me let me let me go back to the core of what I'm trying to say because okay, I'm, okay. I'm starting to. Matthews is putting Deb there to screw over Laguerta. Yes. And so then, like, let's think about well, why he's not doing it to Batista. No. He's just Batista's just like a shrapnel for what he what's happening here. He's a pawn, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like so. Then, do you think it's more so? Hey, Laguerta, now you have to work with Deb. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I, I literally that. think that's I how I interpreted it is he has full confidence. Okay, so um um. Oh my God! What is his name? Um, I completely just deputy director. Um, Matthews. Matthew. Oh, you would. You've said it a thousand times. Sorry, Matthews. Um, he he has the utmost respect for Harry, like the utmost. Like he does. He because remember he never even wanted to really tell Dexter what actually happened with Harry, like how he really died and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't. There's like okay. So like I worked in law enforcement for a couple of years. Um, there's you don't really, and this is part of the problem with law enforcement. You don't screw over like your own, your own. Right. And that's, that's one of the problems with it. That's why I don't work in it anymore and stuff like that. That's a long other story. Anyways. Um, the fact that he, he would not put Deb in that position to make her fail. He wouldn't do that. I don't. I don't see that. One, just in law enforcement, right? But two, even in the writing of the show, the way they've done it, I don't see him doing that. Um, but I know that he knows. He knows that she's qualified. I think he honestly thinks that Batista is a very qualified person. But he knows, hey, I can get her in. She's just as good as Batista, and it's gonna just dig that knife a little bit deeper into Laguarda for what she's done to me, and I'm happy doing that. I think that's why he did it. But then I don't get if he just got blackmailed, why is he turning around and then messing with LaGuerta? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what you get I, what, what do you mean? How do you get blackmailed now? He got blackmailed in the first episode cuz LaGuerta found it. like <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need a sound clip of fake news. That's <laughs> we, I, I got to put that in here. I mean in the in no, the no, context no. of the show, but that's it. He, he he has the proof now. Remember, he took the card from her. All the evidence. What sure. is she going to come out and say that against the deputy director? And he's going to say, "You want to make those accusations? Prove it." I just thought Laguerta and this show would be a little smarter. Like she didn't have backup. Uh, I think I think we're we're talking about a this point. This is what he that said. Is, You're messing with the big dogs now. She's not ready for it. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, when 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 Deb and Batista talk and she has to tell him like the news like she's getting hired over him um i always slam the surrounding characters and how like i just think they all everyone's just nothing surrounding dexter i really like the scene of batista and deb of deb just being like hey i'm not gonna do this unless like you say yes and i feel like 
And I feel like Batista immediately was like, fucking LaGuerta. But <laughs> but he was also really happy for Deb. Like that scene made this whole episode. That that right there. Yeah. And then um, I'm not even gonna lie, whenever he like gives her a hug and he's like, No, but seriously, I'm gonna need the money for that coffee. <laughs> I, was, dude, I died. I was like, this is that's some really one really good writing, and two, like it's that's real. I, I could really see that happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I, I always slam the show for, for the surrounding cast, but I do have to give credit when credit's due. And I thought this was a really, a re- really cool scene. Um, And I really believe it. Like, I think Batista's really happy for Deb, but he's also like, wow, again, I'm getting screwed over by LaGuerta. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and like, you know what? This show is centered around Dexter, who's like a fake person in public and a real person in like private. And even like when LaGuerta and Batista are are arguing and she's like, Deb's not even a good cop. But he's like, no, no, no. Don't fucking say that. Like, yeah. Deb's good. Don't fucking bring her down into this. And it's like, yeah, that's like, I really could see if if, if Angel Batista was a real person. I definitely see that. Like, like, 100%. No, no. like I got fucked over, but don't fucking talk shit about Deb, you know? Um, and I like that. They, I really did. If there was one person... I'm sorry. I'm going to just say the exact same thing that you're saying. So, yeah. Um, Matthews having LaGuerta to introduce Deb is really just like sticking it to her. (laughs) That's just digging that knife a little more like, oh, by the way, I can't do it, but you can. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, And then uh, I guess my second to last point here is press conference inside of the same briefing room. I always will never understand how the Miami Metro police station works. Okay. I just never understand it. Trinity could walk in. Apparently they bring in uh, suspects right through where all the, where all the files are. This is where they introduce new lieutenants. I'll never fucking understand it. Okay. So you live in Miami, right? uh, Yeah. Let's just say yes. Okay. When was the last time you saw in the news that a new person had been promoted at the Miami PD? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, when I saw that, I was like, come on, man. Nobody cares about that shit. It's, it's, I, I, you know, you know, it's my favorite thing when, when he says, it's so funny in today's 2020 context and where we are, where we are with, I'm, this is not political, just where we stand with police right now, what the country's going through. Yeah. Um, it's so funny when he's like, the media is crushing us. It's like, <laughs> have you ever, like, you know, um, <laughs> It's a great point. Like, yeah, like what? It, it's so whatever. But you know what? Whatever to make the storyline and everything go. I get um, it. But I just remember watching. It. I was like, I was like, she's getting promoted to lieutenant. I was like, that, that's nothing. Like, like there would be no cameras. It'd be like, hey, you're a lieutenant. This person would be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, pay grade. Like, it's done. <laughs> and um, and, and I guess we should mention like Quinn did propose to Deb and. I guess the only scene I really like where he's just like, and, and they make Quinn such a jackass this episode. And I think this season when he goes to Dexter and he's like, Hey man, I don't want her to choose between you and me. Like, shut up. Like, that's not, I, I didn't even understand it. Like, I, I guess in, I guess I understand what he's trying to say, but Quinn goes from like total hard ass to like this softy, begging i mean what are we in high school asking the brother for advice like yeah i didn't quite understand all that because especially when it for dexter's like well she chose neither one and then like he points at the and i'm like 
okay, yeah, you could say that, bro, but she's also still living with you. Like, she's not living with Quinn, which, I mean, Quinn also needs to realize, like, hey, man, if you propose, you know, you take that gamble. I'm sorry, but if you (laughs) – you and me both are married. Like, I took that gamble. I proposed. If she said, I don't – I want to think about it or I'm not sure, all right, man, I fucked up. Like, this is obviously not working out. So, like, I, I don't know. Did you ever see this? You ever see the scene in? Bo- do you watch the movie Borat? Yeah. Uh, do you remember when Borat kidnaps Pamela Anderson? Like he puts like the knapsack over her. Kind of, yeah. At the at the end, like he's talking to Pamela Anderson, and then at the, he just puts this like sack, like this potato sack, over her, and like walks out with her. Um, that's what I did. Would have done to Marissa if she said no. Do you want to move to <laughs> Brother Sam? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so we have the new character this season, Brother Sam, uh, who is played, played by, by Jeff, not Common. Common. Um, <laughs> Comet. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to come somewhere. Um, so he's introduced as an ex-con who hires ex-cons. Uh, first thing I want to say off the bat, in the 2011 Comic-Con, um, they do like the fan questions and they kind of like line up on the side and they all ask the, 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 the main panel questions. And it's a really funny clip. And then the next person, like the moderator is like, all right, next guy up. Uh, what do you want to ask? And it's actually most deaf. And the entire like panel starts laughing hysterical, like how he snuck in and got to like the fan answer questions, whatever. That's um, actually really funny. And if you notice, and I forget why, because I think his name changes again, maybe next episode. He goes by Mos, not Mos Def. In this episode, he's titled as Mos. Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, I didn't notice that. Huh. But then I think at the uh, in like two episodes, he gets his credited as like Yaz or something. Whatever doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Um, what like I, I guess you know we're going to talk about how this ties into the the quote unquote kill of the week. Um, your thoughts on brother Sam and his intro and all that. His intro was, um, I, I actually, it, I didn't really catch it that much until the second, uh, rewatching it today. Um, cause, and I definitely didn't catch it the very first time I watched it years ago, but the fact that whenever Dexter first like mentions like, Oh, I've seen him before. I didn't catch, I didn't really catch on what that was until like a little bit later and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, I was like, he's one of his potential slides like oh shit but he's one of the few people that is not a slide obviously so um i that was kind of interesting that they're introducing and i could be wrong on this so please correct me if i'm i am wrong but this is one of the first major characters that they've introduced that it could have potentially been a slide but wasn't um, now they've had a person before that was potentially a slide, but then they weren't. And then he went back and killed him if I remember right. But as of right now, this is our first ma- major character. Not just like a one episode only person. Could, am I, if I'm wrong on that, like, please, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think you are right up until this point, but I think when Ray Stevenson gets introduced next season, the entire season, Dexter's trying to kill him. So you're but right. You're right. Up this to this is point, this one. This is, he's the first one. So yeah, I thought absolutely. that was kind of cool. It's kind of a neat little like, oh, like, you know, like, yeah. And then obviously, um, I, I do like the, I actually really like the character of Brother Sam. Um, it's, I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know how to quite describe it and stuff like that, but I do really, I do really like his character in this. I like the way he was introduced. I like, I really like most Def. I like the way he acts. I like the way um, they, 
portray his type of character in this. I mean, I'm just going to repeat myself on it, but I don't have a whole lot just on this episode itself other than um, it's good. Like it's a fresh, it's a fresh perspective or a fresh like taste in the show. I think we could both agree. We wish brother Sam stays longer than he does. Absolutely. Like between him and Edward James, almost it's re- like they really had some really strong shit. And I think this is why season six gets that glare of like, it was pretty good because it starts out so strong. And again, they really bring it back to like season one. Um, I mean, can you imagine if they had had season season seven, brother Sam kind of this weird, like, like good angel on Dexter's like shoulder yeah. that he's talking to and stuff like that. Can you imagine? I mean, it could have completely changed the dynamic of the show in a different way. Um, damn it. I just forgot what I was going to say. Oh, um, I, I liked all, <laughs> I mentioned this in my season five podcast. It's so funny how they make the Dexter universe work where it's like season four, everybody's talking about Trinity killer. And then like a few days into season five, it's like, like, I, I know that Trinity stuff was bad, but like, look at these barrel girls, everybody. And now it's like Dexter is getting hit from every direction with religion. Like yeah. it's, it, it's the preschool. It's going to be Travis Marshall and religion. It's, it's brother Sam and the good shepherd and all that. Um, it's always, I, I always like how much they, they, uh, in, inject that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think we both agreed. We, we would have liked brothers. Uh, most deaf does an awesome job in this role. Um, uh, I, I really don't have as much either. Something I wanted to bring by you. Um, uh, so we find out that like, we, we think Nick shot, most deaf um brother sam but we find out it's not it was all fake um and then dexter goes to the yard and he finds him whatever mm-hmm. and then these th- these thugs pull up and who, it's the guy who dexter ends up killing julio benes um right did he look familiar to you at all no i'm gonna blow your mind right now okay yo he's one of the salamanca brother twins from breaking bad stop it i never knew that until this time that's Is so crazy really? Yeah, he's one of the twins. If you think about it, like, yeah. Well, you I mean, to put on uh, a silver suit and <laughs> he is bald. I think it's because he has more facial hair than he has in, um, uh, well, and I see, that, like, I see like the tattoos and stuff like that. So it's throwing me because in the in Breaking Bad, you know, they have like the real nice suits and stuff like that and the chrome plated 1911s. And uh, <laughs> really, yeah. I'm going to pull up a little, I'm trying to pull up a little Google image here. Um. Yeah. Look, this is him. Okay. See, and now I'm putting a suit on him, and I can kind of see it. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I watched the show plenty of times. Also, Breaking Bad fan. Uh, I never put two and two together. Um, hmm. something. Uh, um, I wanted to. I have a clip here from the episode, and something that always gets talked about in Dexter is season three. Deb says, "Oh my god, if I was ever on life support, just fucking pull the plug." Right. And then season eight, that's literally what Dexter does. And everyone's like, oh, my God, that's foreshadowing. Oh, my God, that scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm doing Zoom with uh, Colton. That's how we're recording. And his wife just came out of the black background. I've been watching too much of Haunting of Bly Manor. That was crazy. <laughs> He's just, I was just like... <laughs> Oh my god! This is why. Yeah, we, she's we gonna laugh because she listens to the podcast, so she's gonna laugh when she hears that. Because I've been telling her all about listen or watching that TV show too, and about how much it freaked me out. That scared me so much. Um, so th- th- season three, okay. it always gets talked. Um, Deb 
they say they were foreshadowing how Deb kills, and it's not true because season three they never had an end game in sight, and it's completely different showrunners and everything from season three to season eight. Right. But but season six, when they started doing the press release, they did say we have an end game in sight. And obviously, the way the season ends, it's all meant to eventually start the end game of Deb Ketch and Dexter. Mm-hmm. So something here, and then and another part I want to mention is the end episode is titled Remember the Monsters. And it's eventually a story that Deb tells Dexter about when they were a little kid. Okay. It never made sense because you have, that's the 96th episode. You have 95 episodes of material to pull from. And they just bring up this fucking thing out of nowhere. Remember the monsters. doesn't make any sense. We'll talk about the, the series finale one day. But I do think here they somewhat had something tied together. Uh, let's hear a clip from the episode. This is when Dexter is about to kill uh, Julio. Okay. You must be thinking why me right about now. I can't explain it myself. God. The universe. Irony. Brother Sam wasn't who I thought he was, but you, this, I know all too well. Always the same ending. Because monsters don't get to live happily ever after. And obviously, we know how the show plays out. Dexter ends up like a, he looks like a sad lumberjack. Um, I wouldn't say that they had Remember the Monsters in the writing room when they were doing season six, episode two, but it caught my my ear for the first time. I was like, huh, I wonder if that's a tie-in. Um, but again, the, the, the episode is about Once Upon a Time. It's supposed to be like a fairy, you know, Marstef right. shows up as like the monster, but you find out he's not, and it's actually someone else. Um but I could see, it, to be honest, I could see the writers having the last season. So they're getting ready to write season eight. They know kind of how it's going to end. I could see them being like, hey, like, I mean, I, I'm not a writer for Hollywood or anything like that. But I could definitely see them being like, hey, everyone's homework uh, this week is watching seasons one through six. And you need to do it. And I could see a writer coming in and be like, hey, a good title for an episode. You know, you remember back then when they had the twin from Breaking Bad and they killed him? Um, we could do this. And I was like, okay, I could see. Yeah. Some, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think that it was a tie in now. I don't think that when they were filming it, they were like, oh, we'll use this later. I could see it being yeah. the last season and them going back. That's, that's what I'm trying to make. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, the last thing I want to bring up about this episode is in the beginning of the episode, Dexter's telling Harrison this story. Uh, and I like that they call back little Chino from season two. Yeah. That's just, it's just like a cool little, I know I always wish this show did more of this. Um, but that's really all I have on this episode. I don't really have anything else. Um, the only other thing I had, and it's with that little Chino when, and what I mentioned is, um, I think it's interesting that especially having, uh, the young child that I have now, you know, she's, um, uh, 13, almost 14 weeks old or 13 or 14 months, I not weeks, 14 months old, um, is like seeing that, like hearing him say like daddy's box or whatever. And him like, Oh, it's one of those things. Like I've got a 14 month, like seeing like her, like all of a sudden, like, like learning like little things. And it's like, I didn't think you would know that at this age, you know, like um, when we take our dogs for a walk, 
um, to go use the restroom and stuff like that. We live in a condo. Um, when I like tell my dogs, I'm like, all right, puppies, like let, let's go on a walk. As soon as I say that she jumps up and she gets excited and runs to the door because she knows that she gets to go uh-huh. outside and go uh-huh. and walk with the puppies and play around. And I'm like, how is it that she, she doesn't know words like, you know, but she know when I say that she knows that she pops up It so seeing that in the show, it's really cool to see that now. Cause at watching it then, you know, without a kid, I would have been like, I don't know what they're talking about from this new, new, new perspective and my new life and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's neat. Something um, I'm going to have to try and remember to do with every episode. Um, we have a friend of the show, Zach. He's been on the podcast before. He has this crazy ass timeline and everything's down yes. to the date. So this episode takes place over October 10th and October 11th of 2011. Um, the, hey. the season episode one was October 7th through October 10th. Um, and also the kill count up in, up until this point, Dexter and his life has killed 90 people. This is all according to Zach. So if it's wrong, go uh, blame him. He would be one of the top. Of serial killers in the U.S. at ninety, I want to say he would be in the top three. Actually, not in the world. Um, yeah, random. I know. Um, I want to say he would be in the top three. He may actually be number one at that point. I I could be wrong. I one hundred percent can be wrong. I'll actually do that little bit of research between now and our next episode to find out. So he's at how many right now? Ninety. Ninety. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's all I have for this episode. Uh, next episode is episode three, Smokey and the Bandit, I believe. Uh, I think next week is the best episode of the season. Uh, we'll talk about it, but it's with the Tooth Fairy. And I think so they could have done a whole, he's almost like Trinity 2.0. But um, all right, that's all I have, Colton, if you don't have anything. Uh, no, no, nothing else. If you guys can come up with something, you know, bad moment of the week, but a better title than bad moment. Um <laughs> Freaking bad moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if you guys could come up with something, let us know. Again, we have no idea when we're releasing the next episode, but it will be soon. Um, And that's it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Sounds good.